our lives are full of choices we've made and not made, and the pathways we have taken and not taken. So it isn't surprising that we can feel regret over any of these decisions. Regret hurts. It hurts because we find that it is rooted in the feelings of disappointment, guilt, remorse, all those should-haves that are based in the past. These feelings, even though they're based in the past, can have quite an influence on our present day life. What we don't think about is that when we feel regret over those past choices or mistakes, we are missing out on all the good things happening right now and the joy of this very moment. So why do we live with regret? Let's chat about that. Hi, I'm Brenda Reese, freedom and forgiveness coach and a person just like you that is learning to navigate life and all of its challenges. I teach a forgiveness process like no other. It's a blend of practical and spiritual forgiveness. This process guides you into knowing how unforgiveness can be keeping you stuck in your relationships, both personally and professionally, and how it prevents you from releasing resentment and finding joy. Each week, I share practical and some not-so-practical tips, tools, and advice from myself and other people that are on this journey just like us. This is for you if you are ready to turn your pain into peace. Welcome to the Forgive Yourself Podcast. So, why is regret so painful? Research shows that the reason why regret feels so awful is because by its nature, it implies that there is something you could have done, some choice you could have made, or some action you might have taken that would have made something good happen or avoided something terrible. Regret isn't just wishing events went differently. It actually involves an aspect of self-blame and guilt. I talk with my clients a lot about healthy and unhealthy guilt, and you can hear more about that in episode 16 entitled Got Guilt, and we'll link to that episode in the show notes. So what causes regret? Every time we make a choice, we have the opportunity for regret. (laughs) It's like, oh, well, gosh, we really can't escape that now, can we? So have you ever questioned yourself like, did I make the right decision or which way is the right way to go? If I chose differently, would things have turned out better or which job should I take or which partner should I choose? Or maybe the big one of would I've been happier with the other thing? Regrets can be on a sliding scale with smaller regrets like I should have chosen the green shirt and not the red one to bigger ones like I should have married the other person or I should have taken this other job. So why do we regret some decisions and not others? Well, research shows a couple things. If the choice or decision felt out of your hands, which means having it influenced by outside forces, you may not feel regretful. So an example would be like buying that red shirt on a final sale so you cannot return it, right? The choice is taken away from you. 
And the reason that research says this happens is because rationalization sets into our mind and unconsciously minimizes our personal responsibility for the outcome. Because, right, the store says I can't return it, so I have no personal responsibility. Now, when we have more opportunities to change our minds, like being able to return that shirt and choose a different color or even a total different item, research says we will more likely wish we had chosen differently. So this is known as the opportunity principle, which says that the more opportunity we have leads to more regrets. That's big. So in short, researchers say, when your ability to control the outcome is out of your hands, you may be less likely to regret your choice. However, when you are presented with different options, you're more likely to regret your choice. I think that's crazy, right? Our brains are amazing. So where, where do you think regret happens the most? The categories that come up quite a bit in the forgiveness work are relationships, romantic and friendships, parenting, and you can understand that, career or business, and health. So I see people with addictions, self-harm, not taking care of themselves, which then leads to bigger health issues. What is within these categories are actually that they are regretting the choices they didn't make. So when I say here are the categories, right, that come up in the forgiveness work and where that regret happens the most is they're regretting not taking a certain business opportunity, not taking care of themselves, choosing the wrong partner, right? Or the things that they didn't do as a parent. Not the decisions or the choices they did make. They're regretting the ones they didn't. Research backs this up by saying that people are often more likely to regret inaction than action. This is because actions not taken are subject to imagined outcome. Oh my goodness. I have to repeat this because this is big. Actions not taken are subject to imagined outcome. So I think this is so true. An article I found from Very Well Mind states it really well. This is what it said. The consequences of the actions you did take are set in stone and readily apparent, but the ones you didn't take seem like boundless opportunities wasted. See, this is our fantasy thinking mind, right? It goes on to say, in other words, the perceived gains of the choices you didn't make seem to outweigh the actual consequences of your actions. So the sting of regret for missed opportunities looms much larger in your mind. Crazy, right? So how does all this regret affect us? Oh, goodness. Regret affects us in all areas, physical, emotional, mental. Have you noticed when you are ruminating on a decision that you regret, that you feel more tense in your body, that you probably experience muscle aches and pains, you can't sleep, 
maybe you can't eat or you want to eat a lot or drink a lot and you feel really basically overall stressed. And then you can feel fuzzy headed from not sleeping and from all those ruminating thoughts, which affects your decision making. And because of all that, you're not present and that causes you to be more clumsy and then forgetful. Then you notice how emotional you are and how angry you are and how you're crying all the time. Wow, this is a lot that regret causes. And oh, and also this can lead to low self-esteem, anxiety, and feelings of hopelessness. Yowza. Crazy. All right. The article I mentioned also said, when people think taking an action will lead to greater regret, they are less likely to engage in risky behavior. And when people think that not taking action will lead to feelings of regret, such as not taking care of their health or not engaging in regular exercise, they become more likely to take steps to avoid those anticipated regrets. Okay, in all honesty, this was me. I held myself back from taking risks with dating because I didn't want to go through heartbreak again. And then with promotional opportunities when I was in corporate, feeling not good enough and not wanting to be rejected, And then business opportunities, again, not wanting to face rejection, feeling that low self-esteem from these darn ruminating thoughts. And then a big one for me was not taking care of myself and exercising regularly. I made my work more important or made myself too busy by taking care of others rather than myself. And the price that I paid for the not taking care of myself led to a back fusion, a neck fusion, and a brain tumor because I was so stressed. So now let's get to some good news. So what are some ideas for coping with and healing this regret? Healing from regret is a process, okay? It's going to take some time. It's going to take some self-reflection and some self-compassion. Regret weighs heavily on our minds and emotions, but with a little bit of effort and some understanding, you can learn to cope with it and and move forward. So here are five tips to help you heal from regret. Now, our first tip, acknowledge and accept what you are feeling. Okay, if you've been listening for a while, you know I'm big on the feeling of the feelings. I know it's not comfortable and I can see you cringing, Yet, it's only uncomfortable because we haven't learned how we can feel them in a healthy way. Yet, when we do, it's amazing the freedom we feel and the confidence that comes with accepting all parts of us. The second tip, practice self-compassion. Be kind to yourself and remember that everyone makes choices or perceived mistakes that they regret. Bring in some understanding that, gosh, I'm human, and experiencing regret is a normal part of the human experience. Please treat yourself with the same compassion and understanding that you would offer to a friend in a similar situation. Oh, my dear friend, we do not do this enough. There's no reason that we can't learn to love ourselves like we love our friends. 
The third tip, apologize and make amends if necessary. If your regret involves hurting others, consider apologizing and making amends. Now, when we take responsibility for our actions, it can actually help facilitate our healing, both for ourselves and for those that we may have affected. And definitely, definitely, definitely make amends to yourself. So an example of this, of how to do that for yourself, is to take a look at yourself in the mirror and look at your eyes, not your hair, not your makeup, not the wrinkles, not all the stuff. Look in your eyes. Say to yourself, you did the best you knew how, and we are going to learn from this and grow from it and make the changes we need to make. And we're going to do this because we are worth it. Please do that. And let me know how it goes. The fourth tip, reframe your perspective. You know, I'm really big on reframing. It's a big part of the forgiveness work that I do. Try to reframe the situation in a positive light. Look for any silver linings or opportunities for growth that may have resulted from this experience. And then the big one is take action on it. So an exercise you can do here is you can write out what you feel regret about. Writing is really healing, okay? So write out what you feel regret about and then write a letter to that part of you that made the choice. This is healing. I know you're cringing again at the writing thing. I don't journal, Brenda, and I don't like writing. I'm not talking typing. I'm talking writing. Pen, pencil to paper. And I want you to capture all the feelings and then continue on with what action you can take now to turn that choice or decision into an opportunity for growth. Action is your antidote. So please try this. And then our fifth tip, forgive yourself. All right, you knew this was coming, I'm sure. This is super important part of coping with regret and healing. Remember we talked about regret having a component of guilt and it can also have that self-recrimination because we can be vicious in beating ourselves up about these decisions or choices. The things we say to ourselves is so unkind. And when we learn to forgive ourselves, it's about accepting our mistakes as part of our process and learn to treat ourselves with compassion by being kind to ourselves, just like we would do to a friend or a pet we love. In the forgiveness I teach, we learn that we can take responsibility for what happened, meaning the choices that we made or didn't make. We can make amends to others if necessary, and especially make amends to ourselves. And this allows us to bring our power back to us so we can make better choices in our present and our future. You know, my friend, we are not going to avoid regret because it is a part of our humanness. Yet there are things that we can do to minimize the feelings and take what feels like the negativity out of those feelings. This helps us to reframe it and find the gift and opportunity in it. Remember that regret doesn't have to be all bad. It can be motivating too. 
Regret can help us to overcome past mistakes and take action on them if we want to correct them. It can help us to avoid future regrets, which is great for self-forgiveness and acceptance. My dear friend, remember, healing from regret is a gradual process, and it's okay to take your time. Be patient with yourself and allow yourself the space needed to grow and heal. And if you find that feelings of regret are significantly impacting your daily life and well-being, please consider seeking support from a mental health professional or a certified coach as they can provide guidance and assistance tailored to your specific needs. Thanks for being with me today. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did enjoy it, would you do me a favor and share this episode and then follow us on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss one episode of the Forgive Yourself podcast, where every Friday you will get tips, tools, and stories so that you can turn your pain into peace. Take care.